It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three. Pierce with two. Pierce full away at the horn. It's gone. and Gortat. can't find anybody. Gives it to Wall. Gortat gets Bradley for three. What's going on, everyone? You are listening to Locked On Wizards on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net station. I am your host, Arthur Reynault. You can find me on Twitter at District Mamba. Please make sure to give me a follow and also follow at Locked On Wizards for the latest in Wizards commentary, reaction, analysis, and also the occasional ridiculous Twitter poll. For tonight's Twitter poll, I asked you guys who's your favorite out of the two, Wall or Arenas? Going back to the, I guess one could call the glory years of the mid-2000s with Gilbert Arenas and the big three, Karan Butler and Anton Jameson. Obviously, sprinkle in some Deshaun Stevenson, sprinkle in some Brendan Haywood, Anton Thomas, Darius Ungaila, all those memorable pieces from the teams that brought us back to the playoffs, matched up against LeBron what seemed like every year. And at the end of the day, was cursed with injury, uh, first with, obviously, Gilbert uh, blowing out his knee against the Charlotte Bobcats, which I believe was a game that he showed up late to, and he was suspended for the first half, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But somehow the Wizards still made made it to the playoffs, led by Karam Butler, which he unfortunately broke his hand against the Milwaukee Bucks. I swear this was just yesterday, but it was actually over 10 years ago. Um, so here we are, uh, this morning I was thinking, who is your favorite John Wall or Gilbert Arenas? We're go- We'll get to that a little later. I'm going to read some of the best responses that we received on our poll, 
But before we dive into that, I want to talk about probably one of the most infamous, ridiculous, so wizards basketball games from last night, the double overtime win against the Boston Celtics G League team unofficially. Uh, That was probably a game that I do not regret missing. Normally, I'm locked in to locked in to every Wizards game, but that night I wasn't able to watch until um, what ended up being the fourth quarter. But it was actually, you know, overtime since it started at 8 p.m. And yeah, I'm the 125 to 124 final score was probably. Oh man, I started watching midway through the fourth so it was after the Wizards were down 14 and by as much as 20 uh, to the Boston Celtics G League team and I say this because the Celtics played without Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, Marcus Smart let me check out the official list Ooh, that's it that was officially out but I know there were a couple other players that were definitely missing from last night Jason Tatum had a monster game you know he is his the sky is the limit for his potential and Marcus Morris although he posted a plus minus 13 uh which is very surprising he was 11 of 22 from the field but he ended up committing one of the biggest mistakes which led to the tuppa overtime but let's get into some reactions to that I think it was God sent that we finally see a play that the Wizards run that isn't in isolation for Beal uh, you know, at the top of the key. It's what w- most of us have been begging for this whole season with Otto Porter being one of the most efficient three-point shooters, Marcus Morris, or Markeith Morris for the Wizards, being able to stretch the floor with an occasional three. At this point, Bradley Beal, you know, shooting 37% from three, but he's pretty much a knockdown shooter. And you can't leave out uh, whether... Thomas Sadoransky, Jody Meeks, or Kelly Oubre are in at that situation. But somehow, some way, it happened. You know, going into the final seconds of the game, the original play was drawn up for Bradley Beal. It didn't work out. So the following play, Otto Porter made a cut to the basket, which was just genius. I mean, I was just laying in bed thinking, well, we've seen this a million times this year. And out of nowhere, Porter passes the ball out. And I'm like, whoa, this this is unexpected. And Jody Meeks, out of all people, knocks down the three-pointer to send the game to overtime, which at that point I was just laughing. I didn't, I wasn't even celebrating. I was just like, wow, that that's pretty ridiculous what just happened. Considering I put on Twitter that I would have deleted my account if the Wizards lost to the Celtics that night. Mainly because they, the, it, it was such a, it was going to be such a typical Wizards loss to put to lose to a team playing down, you know, three All Stars or three to four starters, and I just didn't. I, if we would have lost, I would have been so embarrassed. And you know, although somewhere with his shades on, John Wall is probably smiling at the fact that the Wizards you know, almost blew that game last night. But, you know, here we are. Um, some impressive performances. I The little bit that I saw, Jan Mahimi was 
probably at the best that I've ever seen him. He posted 14 points in 26 minutes and had some really nice blocks, some steals, some 11 rebounds, a double-double for Jan Mahimi last night. He made both his free throws. I think one of the most effective lineups that the Wizards ran last night was with Sadoransky, Beal, Porter, Morris, and Mahimi, uh, which is great to see and something that I've been advocating for as well as the lineup to close out games. But unfortunately, you know, the Wizards sunk themselves a really big hole and they had to really dig deep. I mean, I'm looking at the minutes. Bradley Beal played 47 minutes. Mark Keith Morris played 43. Porter played 42. And Sadoransky played 34. Nobody else played more than 26 minutes with Mahimi leading. Gortat with 24. It's starting to become uh, what I would deem the phasing out of Marching Gortat, which I've been begging for as well for the longest time. I mean, if we look at his game log, Marching Gortat is definitely trending downwards. I mean, I'm looking at his last 10 games. He's posted 13 points, 6, 2, 8, 10, 8, 6, 3, 6, and 2. In the following times, 27 minutes, 26, 13, 24, 22, 22, 16, 17, 24, and 24 minutes. So he is definitely on the decline, and it's a sharp decline, unfortunately, for somebody that at one point was very serviceable in D.C., but at this point, he's becoming a little bit of a liability. I mean, he went for a charge against Jason Tatum, which should have lost us the game, but thankfully, Tatum missed the free throw. I I understand the idea of trying to go for and trying to draw a charge, but when you're a center and the NBA protects you by saying if you jump straight up and don't bring your hands down, don't initiate contact, you know, a foul won't be called on you. I just don't understand how a center can live with can live with themselves trying to draw a charge instead of jumping straight up, making yourself bigger. You're already the tallest player on the on the court, but here we are. So thankfully Jason Tatum missed the free throw. The Wizards would end up winning the game, and my Twitter account was saved. So for the night, I changed my handle to uh, Jody Meeks's name and also picture as a thank you to the $3 million man earning his paycheck with one huge three-pointer. But that was the game last night, 125-124 win for the Wizards. Unfortunately, you know, if we look at a double overtime win in Boston, that should be, you know, a very exciting game to win. But when you look at the box score and when you look at who played, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So a look ahead, we are 
in the middle of a few nights off for the Wizards. The Wizards don't play again until Saturday night. A huge game against the Indiana Pacers, <clears throat> which I will actually be at with uh, Bryna Kramer, who is also part of the wonderful Wizards Extra team at Wizards Extra on Twitter. Make sure to give them a follow. That is where myself, Noah, Bryna, Dustin, who's hosted a few episodes, and plenty, plenty more, Brandon Nguyen, sad Wizards fan, a bunch of people that you've heard on here come from Wizards Extra. So Brino and I will be at Verizon Saturday night. We'll bring you a pot, uh, we'll bring you a recording right after the game. And, you know, it's a really big game. Uh, don't want to look too ahead because we're still a couple of nights away. But the Wizards and the Pacers, currently the Wizards hold a 2-1 to advantage. Although, if we look at it, I believe Oladipo missed a game, and John Wall obviously missed the latest matchup. So the Wizards and the Pacers haven't really played each other at full health, and Saturday night should not be, you know, the Wizards have nothing to lose on Saturday night, considering they're playing a Pacers team that is ahead of them in the standings by a game and a half, considering that, you know, the Pacers are at full strength, and somehow, some way, always end up playing really well against the Wizards, you know, whether it's CJ Miles, whether it's Lance Stevenson, whether it's, you know, Glenn Robinson and, you know, former Wizards Bohan Bogdanovich. The Pacers definitely have players that could give the Wizards fit. And as we saw last game, Bogdan Bogdanovich Bohan Bogdanovich had a pretty decent game shooting from three. CJ Miles came in and seems like he loves Capital One Arena, especially the baskets. He loves making three-pointers there. And Corey Joseph, I mean, the the Pacers have a very solid team uh, from, you know, starters to a solid bench. And obviously we know the Wizards can hold their own, but it's starting to become, uh, man, do we rush back John Wall or should we wait it out? Should we continue to play Beal over 40 minutes a game? What should the Wizards do? And it's starting to get to the point where John Wall needs to come back. And thankfully, he has picked up his training and conditioning. Scott Brooks is blown away by how well John has been able to, you know, he might be a little bit out of shape, obviously, because he hasn't been able to exercise, but how he's still been able to, you know, hold his own. Because Scott Brooks mentioned how, you know, if he stopped playing for five days, you know, he'd lose his touch. But Wall has sat out for, I think this was making week six, this one that's coming up or that, you know, we're going through. And somehow, you know, Wall doesn't look like he's missed much except obviously conditioning, conditioning and exercise. But at this point, Bradley Beal, let's check his game logs. How many minutes has he logged? In his last 10 games, he has logged 47, 33, 26, 29, 43, 42, 39, 36, 34, and 37. So uh, that honestly isn't as high as I thought it was going to be, which is great because Bradley Beal is definitely going to be needed for a playoff run come April, which is basically right around the corner. So at this point, the Wizards have 13 games remaining. I had predicted originally that the Wizards would win their division. Wall and Beal would be All-Stars. The Wizards would win 50 games. And the Wizards would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, so far, Wall and Beal was correct. 
So far, they are leading their division. And with 13 games left, the Wizards need to go 10-3 and to hit that 50 mark. So we'll find out what happens very soon. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I want to get to some of these awesome people that responded to my Twitter poll on at LockedOnWizards on Twitter. The question was, Wizards fans, who's your favorite, Wall or Arenas? Comment with why, and best answers will be read on our podcast tonight. So we have, with 89 votes, 66% of those going to John Wall as Wizards fans' favorite point guard between Gilbert Arenas and John Wall. Now let's read some of these responses. So at Brandon Nguyen, or Brandon Nguyen from at Wizards Extra, you can follow Brandon at 45 underscore Nguyen on Twitter. He writes, I'm going with Wall. 2016-2017 Wall was the second best player in the East and delivered in clutch situations. Gilbert was great, but I don't remember his best years that well, mainly because I was too young to understand what was going on. I actually don't know how old Brandon is. I I've seen I've I've met him a few times in person. I have no idea how old he is. But if he's saying he doesn't really remember Gilbert or he was too young, that kind of scares me a little cuz I feel like Brandon might be He's definitely not in high school. I don't know. I'll have to ask him cuz that's a really funny response. But yeah, um I'll get to my choice here at the end, but I because I definitely want to give uh, our responses the spotlight. But that's an interesting response from Brandon because now it got to me. It has me thinking that I'm really old. Um, Dandin on Twitter writes: Gilbert Gilbert Arenas has more clutch factor than the entire current Wizards roster. Unlimited range like Steph Curry draws the fouls like James Harden minus the flopping. Injuries and gun incident ruined his Wizards career, unfortunately. Yeah, that is definitely true. Um, I remember when I first started seeing James Harden on the Oklahoma City Thunder, he reminded me a lot of Gilbert. And he actually kind of looks like him without the beard, uh, which you would have to Google pictures of James Harden in Oklahoma City for you to be able to see him without his beard. But yeah, I mean, that... That's basically what I think of Gilbert Arenas as well. He was kind of like Curry range before Steph Curry. And, you know, James Harden minus the flopping Gilbert wasn't really known as a flopper. Nor did he really take advantage of 
the tic-tac foul calls that they call now by initiating contact and things like that. So uh, thank you, uh, Danden, on Twitter for answering our poll. Next up is Stevie at Wizards Trash. <laughs> That's an awesome handle. He says, Wall, because he's the greatest wizard of the 21st century, he's going to have been here longer than Gil, and he's had more playoff success than Gil, in my opinion. Well, I mean, at this point, the Game 7 second round is, I think, the furthest the Wizards have been, unfortunately, in, you know, these seven years with John Wall. But with Gilbert Arenas, I don't think we made it to a Game 7. I don't, at least I don't remember. And if we did, it was to LeBron, and obviously we all know how that ended. But yeah, um, I think you can definitely pose the argument that Wall's the greatest Wizard of the 21st century, unless of course you're one of those that would point out Michael Jordan played for the wizards in early 2000. Uh, but if we're being, you know, realistic here, wall, I think would have a very great, very good argument, if not because of tenure alone. And the fact that he'll be here five more years, which is basically 12 years of his career and hopefully his entire career. So thank you, Stevie, for the awesome response. Let's go to True Definition at Pocket Chops. He says, Gilbert put fear in opponents. You knew that he could drop 30 at any given night, and you better put the game away, because if not, he was deadly in the clutch. Yes, again, referring to Gilbert Arenas and his clutchness, you can definitely go on YouTube and search all of his game winners and definitely have a great time remembering you know, the the famous three-pointer and then turning around before it goes in with his hands up against the Utah Jazz, going uh, a really huge win in Seattle when the Sonics still had a team there, and many, many more. I mean, that we could spend an entire episode talking about just Gilbert Arenas game winners. Uh, but thank you, True Definition, for your answer. Next up, we're going to Jerry Sutton at JeremiahSuto14 on Twitter. He says, I'm truly torn between the two, like both the same, but to pick one, it's Gilbert as far as playing within the flow of a game. Gil didn't have to dominate the ball within the whole shot clock to let you know he's a star. He played off of Jameson and Karam Butler and could still give you 30. Yes, uh, that is definitely something that is being uh, highlighted with John Wall is the amount of time that he possesses the ball. I read a really interesting article on CBS this morning that highlighted the fact that John Wall has only cut to the basket once this entire season. Obviously, it's not the full 66 games that we've played. It's more like 39. But the point is the same. Wall has only cut to the basket one time, and he actually missed it. So that says a lot about Wall's scoring ability and also how much he really does need the ball. And that's definitely something that needs to change. Um, this article is on CBS Sports MBA, and it was written by at Broadbach, at Broadbot Kink. I'm going to try that again. At Bradbot Kin CBS. He highlighted that the Wizards need to take some notes out of the Warriors playbook in terms of how they use Steph Curry and how they use their weapons and how they use ball movement to, you know, completely keep everyone off guard, which obviously the Wizards and the Warriors don't have the same amount of talent, but the idea is still the same. The Wizards have a 
very efficient three-point shooter in Otto Porter. We have a more than capable shooting guard, and we have a point guard that his speed is what makes him elite, and his vision and his passing is what makes him, you know, one of the best point guards in the NBA. So, yes, I definitely agree with that. Uh, the fact that Wall needs to handle the ball a lot, you know, to get his shot off and to initiate an offense is definitely something that Gilbert Arenas did not need. Gilbert could dribble, you know, do his famous step back three pointer and, you know, carry on. So thank you for the awesome response. Let's take a look at Arnie at AFB for three. Gilbert was a a legit MVP candidate. There were times where no one could stop him and it didn't even matter who he was facing. If he was on, he won a game all by himself, which is definitely true. I mean, man, like, I wish that the Gilbert Arenas years were happening right now in this era of, you know, Twitter and YouTube and all that because I definitely don't remember every single game, but I do remember he was he was lightning in the bottle for the Wizards offensively. Defensively, I don't remember him being a tremendous liability. I mean, obviously he was a liability in a way because normally – your big-time scorer isn't going to be the most active on the defensive side of the basketball. I mean, let's just look at Steph Curry and James Harden and Kyrie Irving, the players that people deem as the best you know, offensive players in the game don't really have the defensive prowess to match up. Uh, and that's what's frustrating with John Wall because he has the tools to be the best, you know, to be a shutdown point guard defensively, but, you know, this year with his knee injuries and you know hopefully that's all that we can credit he was very sluggish on defense he would walk a lot all that stuff so that's very off-putting all right so let's go to the o's guy at brian the o's guy on twitter john is one of the best passers in the game today and is an impact player for the whiz definitely agree there's no debating that, although some would say that he's overrated at passing or underrated. Because, I mean, there was a poll a few years ago that NBA GMs do, and Wall wasn't even in the top five. And Ben Simmons, who hadn't played a second in the NBA, received votes before John Wall as the best passer in the NBA. So that's where we go with John Wall being underrated and it being hilarious when he's considered overrated. Um Danden actually answered twice. So he said, people might not know this, but Arena still supports the Wizards to this day, especially playoff time. He provided excitement in the mid in the mid 2000s and we all enjoyed it, including myself. Yes, that's definitely true. I remember when the Wizards first returned to the playoffs against the Chicago Bulls, Gilbert would be one of the biggest trash talkers on Instagram, you know, talking trash about Everybody, Carlos Boozer, uh, naming James Johnson the the mascot for the Toronto Raptors as like Barney and all that stuff. So Gilbert definitely rocks the Wizards and, you know, is a big supporter. He's always talking about John Wall and Bradley Beal on his show, Out of Bounds. But yeah, that's definitely true. And Arnie again participated twice, and he said during the 06-07 season, Arenas was amongst the three to four best players in the whole league, and everybody recognized that. Yes, that is definitely true. I still remember 
the games where, you know, Wall or Gilbert would, you know, go on the West Coast trip and he would drop 40 against the Suns and then he dropped, you know, 60 against Kobe and the Lakers. And that that was just like such an incredible run run by Gilbert Arenas as a, you know, offensive explosion. And he had his own shoe line. He was part of the Adidas team with Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. I know I'm missing a bunch of players, but those two and Gilbert are the ones that come to mind. He had his own blog before blogs were even a thing on NBA. I don't know if anyone remembers reading those, but I remember reading that every day when he would post uh, and really, you know, learning a lot about him. Uh, It's kind of unfortunate what's happened recently with his Twitter account. You know, he's not necessarily the best person in the world to talk to outside of basketball related items. Um, and that's as much as I'll say on that. Um, but yeah, so it's a very interesting topic, you know, all of these questions and responses that I got for this poll and definitely thank, want to thank everyone that participated in it. I'm trying to give it one quick glance through to see if anybody else replied I'm going to refresh this one more time. Let's see what we got. Oh, check it out. One minute ago, Noah Getzel, at Noah Getzel, who is also a co-host of this awesome Locked On Wizards show. He says, don't get me wrong, converting game-winning buckets is obviously obviously nice, but being responsible for basically all your team's points and contracts because of your penetration and passing, blocking centers and plucking elite guards, making your teammates better is just on another level. So I think Noah would definitely say that John Wall is his favorite wizard uh, out of him and Gilbert Arenas. That's a really great response. I mean, I I think during this stretch without John Wall, I think the thing I missed the most is just the explosive blocks. Like you never you never knew like who he was going to block. It could be like Serge Ibaka would have a wide open dunk and then Wall would block him or. Joe Kim Noah, or really, you know, Greg Monroe. Wall has blocked a bunch of people that he has no business blocking, but that's just a testament to his athleticism and, you know, his dedication on the defensive end. When he's locked in, he's locked in, that's for sure. And obviously the contracts with Trevor Trevor Ariza and Martel Webster, uh, who else here am I thinking of? Paul Pierce, you know, he's definitely helped people win contracts, you know, Garrett Temple becoming a three-point shooter and all that stuff. But let's see what else. At Gianni Hibachi, speaking of Gilbert Arenas, at Mr. Priority, Arenas the Hibachi, the man who dropped 60 on Kobe in his prime out in L.A., Gil is the most exciting wizard of all time. Hmm, I guess that would be a different question because of favorite and the most exciting. So I think overall... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, At Mr. Priority, you might have given me my question for next week to ask because that's a really good point. Uh, Thank you very much for responding. We have Ali at Ali the Fool 24. Wall, because he is a good guy on and off the court, he didn't play around with got he didn't play around with guns in the locker room with Crittenton, who is currently locked up. Yes, we can definitely uh, play testament to Wall and his off the court. Um, lack of shut up and dribbling that John Wall does for the community. He definitely does so much that I don't even want to list anything because I don't want to forget, but he definitely contributes 
so much to the community and to people in need. So shout out to John Wall for that. Uh, T Boogie at T Boogie from DC says Gilly the kid jumper too mean. Yes, I agree. I mean, Gilbert in this age would probably be one of, you know, the NBA's premier players because he was so explosive and offensive first. Uh, Domo G at Spark Jacobs, Agent Zero, 2006 playoffs going to war with Bron Bron. Yeah, I don't know if that's what I would put to remember Gilbert. I mean, when I think of LeBron in those playoff runs, I think of Deshaun Stevenson and Brendan Haywood and how much smack that they talk and Darius and Gaila getting into it. So, like, those playoff runs were very annoying. Obviously, the game winner that Gilbert Arenas has against the Chicago Bulls in round one, which I would single-handedly credit as the birth of my Wizards fandom. I mean, I was a Wizards fan, but that basically just made me a lifelong fan because I've never been more excited to see somebody make a three-pointer for a win or a step-back jumper for a win. So, yeah, that will do it for tonight. Thank you very much for participating in our Twitter poll. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWizards. Don't forget to check us out after every game, we bring you exclusive content live from the locker room. Scott Brooks and his presser before and after the game, players warming up, the latest updates, reactions. Check us out tomorrow night or Saturday night against the Indiana Pacers as Brian and I will be at Capital One Arena bringing you the latest from the Wizards and Pacers. So that'll do it for tonight. I am your host, Arthur Reynolds. You can find me on Twitter at District Mamba. And until next time, go with it. Push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. So come escape with me, just a rebel looking for a place to be. So let's kick and push and coast. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.